Hello and welcome. This is The Art of Giving Up, your podcast for giving up bad days, bad ways, unfortunate friendships, bad habits. Sometimes just giving up because life is too hard and sometimes it's good for your mental health. As always, I'm your host Steven and I'm here with you. Yes, you. To invite you on my journey of self-discovery, of growth, and of love. And yes, 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 yes. If you hear something a little different, again, I am using completely different setup because I think that someone stole something from me so I have a lot of equipment that I can't use however that doesn't mean anything because you know this is not really you know this is not NPR you know this is not anything but me a person sometimes joined by other people talking to you about things that matter to me now, if you want to be part of the conversation, like I say always, you can always join me at Art of Giving Up on uh, Facebook, you know, DA Art of Giving Up on Twitter, uh, Art of Giving Up Podcast on gmail.com, and if you have anything else, oh, I think that's it. I think that's it, right? Yeah. yeah. Facebook, The Art of Giving Up, right? Instagram, The Art of Giving Up. Yeah, that's all. That's everything that matters, okay? And this week, what are we going to talk about? Well, we're going to talk about compassion. Because, yeah, being compassionate is important. <laughs> being compassionate to people and being understanding is key. And I think it might sound like a strange subject because you would think, oh, well, we, we all know that you have to be compassionate. Compassion is something that's ingrained in us all, isn't it? It's, and compassion is just a thing that we all do. When the truth is, it took me a long time to truly be compassionate. So... This week, I reached out on Instagram, like I'm wont to do, and I asked a question. I asked some of my followers what uh, some of the things that they were struggling with, and I have them here in front of me. And, you know, nothing detailed, just like maybe some word or an edge. I was like, you know, what is something that's bothering you? What are you struggling with right now? And a few of the things I've gotten was deal with being depressed, um, which is definitely something I think that I can understand and a lot of people who are listening to this can understand because depression is on many levels. Many different types of depression, many different levels of severity. But I think that we can all agree that it's no joke. Whether it's seasonal, whether it's genetic or hereditary or whether it's uh, a learned, you know, whether it's a chemical imbalance, depression is something hard that a lot of us deal with. What else, what else did I get? I got uh, staying present. That is something I know that I've had a hard time with personally. At, whatever, I've, I've had a hard time with all these. Um, staying present is definitely something that I find a lot of people with depression, a lot of people with anxiety, a lot of people who are struggling, period, have a hard time doing. Why? Well, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> um, staying present doesn't just mean like being aware of what's going around you, around you at all times or what's going on right now. It really means staying connected 
with the people around you and being grounded in the situations that you're in. And sometimes when life is hard, when things are struggling, it's easy to disassociate. It's easy to dive into the world of Facebook or Instagram or into a book or to, to, to terrible relationships, you know. Because even when you put yourself in a relationship, that's not being present because you can be, you know, putting a barrier between yourself and the things that are really going on. Or you could be trying to distract yourself from things like the next one I got here, which was uh, wanting to quit their job. And again, I just came from the situation where I guess I had some kind of Stockholm syndrome. I spent a lot of time in a place doing something that I enjoyed and it wasn't easy. It was kind of hard and it kind of stayed hard. And you know, you look at it and you know you need the money. You know you need your mental health. You know you need your time. And just I've watched relationships and friendships fall apart because I spent all this time at work. But unfortunately, we need money. What else did I have here? Hmm. Confidence. Oof, oof. Man, somebody here is talking about me. But I know it. Even when I'm doing this, it's funny. It's about my missing equipment. You know, I'm recording using this mic. And the thing about this mic is, you might not notice it, but I do. When you're recording with this microphone, this is a dynamic microphone and it is way high quality it's a little cheap and it picks up everything which is really good for certain things but i don't have soundproofing i live in an apartment in new york city and with my other microphone even though sometimes when i'm recording i think i hear things in the background it definitely does a good job of isolating me right so now that i'm back on this i'm suddenly feeling these weird pangs of anxiety and a lack of self-confidence like I used to have when I first started doing this, because when I first started doing this, I had this microphone plugged into a different computer. And I, one time I stuck myself in a closet. Another time I sat like five feet from here and I put a blanket over myself. And sometimes I would talk like this. And other times I'd talk like this. And I used to use a podcast voice because I thought that this was uh, NPR. And, you know, I tried a lot of different things. And I remember last year, like, I was having, like, bad congestion. <laughs> and I sat here and I recorded another so this. But I tried. And I, like, pushed through. And I, I, it made me feel better. Because I was struggling. Things would happen. And my grandfather passed away. And I kept doing it. But this little setback definitely has impacted my self-confidence. Because suddenly, I'm super aware. And I have to do things. Like, I have to change my theme song. And I have to actually edit the podcast now i don't i can't just record into the recorder and snip off the, the other bits you know and do it live and mix it live i have to actually put in a little effort put in some work and that's scary for me you know that's kind of kind of terrifying you know it's kind of terrifying to look and see how just different things are and you know it's funny because now that i'm dealing with all these things it really when i'm dealing with these feelings i don't know i've just become so much of a more empathetic person i'm, I'm thinking back to a time where there's a person who i care about very much who i love dearly and many many years ago we were close when we first met and something was going on with them something really bad and 
a few of my friends listen to this, so if you listen to it, assume it was you. It's probably not, but assume it was you, whatever. <laughs> and so something really bad was going on. I was definitely not present. I was so wrapped up in my own mind and my own head and my own selfishness about how I feel, how I feel, how I feel, how I feel, and what I think that I was completely oblivious to the harm and the negativity and the bad things that was that was happening to and around them. You know, and then as I got older, I, um, you know, I, I did start to understand and become more empathetic, but I had this weird kind of toxic, like walk it off, rub some dirt on it. Like, you know, I know it sucks, but be happy, go for a walk, do, you know, and I think about it and I look around and I see how everyone I know is having a hard time. I look around and I see how everyone I know is struggling. And I think to myself, how could I ever just have this weird, callous, off-hand opinion and view of just like, whatever, do harder, do better. If I think about it, personally, it stems from me never really trying to do anything. When I was a child, I had a lot of issues. My mother is amazing, but I didn't live in an amazing place. And I was surrounded by a lot of things and people and bullies. And I was beaten by my, my peers and beaten by the authority figures in my life. And I struggled, you know? And I think that, you know, as I got older, I kind of put up like a barrier. And then I had like a lot of anxiety and a lot of stuff. So I never, I never you know, when I dropped out of college the second time, and I was living in my house with my mother and hanging out at a public library every day. I didn't do anything. I didn't try anything. I didn't grow. So I would look at people and people would be struggling and in angst and in pain and they'd be struggling. You know, they'd be going through it. And I would just look at them and be like, yo, whatever is wrong with you? Like, you know, you're at work and you're struggling. Get a new job you're doing good you must not be doing good enough well i learned the hard way and maybe it's not the best thing ever maybe i shouldn't have had to struggle myself to really be able to empathize and understand but the things that i've done to people or around people or the amount of negligence that I've exhibited all stems from my own lack of experience. And while I wish that, I guess, I mean, I really wish a lot of the things that happened to me hadn't. Maybe I'd be in a different place, but maybe not. Maybe this is the starting point for me. You know, because when these bad things happen to you, they kind of give you a pers pers perspective. And you look and you see people, it's like, yo, I see you now. I understand you. And you understand that lying and manipulation and, and theft and violence and anger, none of that benefits you. And none of that is... It doesn't benefit anyone. It doesn't benefit anyone. And so now when I look at people... I really feel it. I feel whatever it is that they're feeling. 
and in a way i find it to be overwhelming but i think that in a way it's kind of like karma you know because i see everyone so hurt so damaged and dragged down and i can't even think about myself life is hard people can't just be fixed back when i didn't do anything with my life back when i didn't have motivations or goals back when i didn't know anything other than staying out late and playing freaking magic the gathering and Yu-Gi-Oh! back when i didn't think about or do anything but come home and stress my mother out or cut school i didn't really think or feel or empathize and so when i was presented with a problem i took it like a math problem i took it as one of those people who always thought they were smarter than they than they were one of those people who was who did good in school but you know not good enough because they weren't really motivated i took it like one of those people i looked at it and i thought this is a problem i could solve it and you're just a person or whatever do better if you're struggling stand up you need help help yourself and now i'm here this is a stupid saying that i used to have on my myspace and on my zanga and it was like all of us are in the gutter but some of us are looking up at the stars and the truth is yes we are all in the gutter we're all in it together we're all in the muck and the mud and what we need to do really is to reach out and to take the hands or the hand maybe two hands i can stick out i have big hands i can take my one hand and take both of your hands <laughs> to take the people around you and to pull them close to you to pull them up with you to lean on each other to support each other to learn and to teach each other because I think my mother did a good job with me, you know. But she was a single mother and I think that there was definitely a bit of my social education that took me a little too long to get there to really understand. And now when I'm surrounded by people who have a lack of social education, I try to help them and I try to help them understand and I realize that I can still sometimes be very like you know you'd be kind of an asshole be like this is how it goes this is what it is this is how you fix it but you can't fix people people aren't there to be fixed people are there to be loved to be supported people are there to live i want to thank you yes i want to thank you again for joining me for allowing me to express myself allowing me to share my thoughts allowing me to be to grow and if there's anyone out there listening to this who i've hurt or anyone out there who i've tried to help if there's anyone out there in your life who's struggling love them hold them don't let things come between you 
and always put your mental health on a pedestal. Prioritize your mental health. Yes, that is important. Prioritize your mental health. As always, I'm your host, Steven. This is Dara to give me up. I love you. You're amazing. And I want you to remember that happiness is a habit. Peace. Oh,